Am I making any sense? All right, here we are, another episode of Am I Making Sense? I'm very happy to have with me the hilariously funny, prolific producer, Funky Sam Medina. Sam, thank you so much for joining me. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing great, man. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here. I yeah. remember uh, I called you out on stage, like I think in March, uh, to be on the podcast. I didn't really know you that well yet then, but uh, that'd be fun. Well, you know and what's then- interesting? I, I mean, Sam, you. when I say prolific, it's no joke. Because I feel like wherever I pop in, we bump into each other. Like we're in passing, we're yeah. constantly in passing, yeah. right? Whatever open mic I end up at, or even like the very the few showcases I've uh, been on, it's like you're there, you're either on the showcase or you're popping in or whatever. So um, tell me, like, how prior? Let's let's have let's break the podcast into two parts: <laughs> pre-COVID and now living <laughs> in COVID, right? Yeah. So how yeah. how much comedy were you doing um, pre-COVID? Uh, none, a lot, and none. Okay. Um, well, see. I started doing comedy in 2010, and my wife, Athena, and I were doing it often. We were doing it everywhere, you know, all yeah. the all the San Jose Barrier comics and stuff. We knew them all. And um, in 2015, we kind of got out of doing comedy. We kind of just slowly let it fade away out of our lives. Okay. And uh, we just didn't do it, and it just okay. became something we didn't do for a long time. And um, we wanted to do it for, for a while. We talked about it. Um, July of 2019 is when we got back into it. Oh, okay. And so we hit the scene in July. We got married in July of 2019, and two weeks later, we were back on stage. Nice. Hell yeah. And we were just going, we were going out every night. We were literally out every night. She would pick me up from work in Pleasanton. Yeah. And then it's a straight shot to San Jose, to Oakland, to San Francisco. So we were able to hit so many mics so often in different places, different areas. And so we were everywhere. Uh, but there was a long time when I was like seeing you around a lot. And I didn't really know you yet because I didn't yeah. know a lot. Of, I knew I knew a lot of people that I knew before. Yeah, but I didn't know the newer, you know, the couple of years people. Yeah, no, that's interesting. So yeah. July 2019, I had probably I'd only been it for a year. Okay. So technically, I'm two years. I'm I'm at my two year anniversary, but I don't even count since March. Like I joined Zoom meetings and everything, and I'm trying to write jokes, but. I'm, I'm pretty much, I think we all, you know, on baseball cards, they would put asterisks for strike yeah. years or whatever. I kind of feel like we're in an asterisk year as stand-up comics, but I want to, I want to go a little deeper on your past. So what, what was it in 2015 that you kind of just stopped doing comedy? Was there um, anything specific or was life too busy? I was working graveyard. I was working graveyard. Oh no. And I, I don't drive. You okay. Know, we were taking the bus and stuff. It was like, I think it was like 2015, 2016 around that time frame. Um, so I was working graveyard full time, five days a week. I don't drive. So I have to, you know, leave my house early to get on the bus to, to, to get to work. And it's just, that's comedy time, really. Yeah. And so eventually I just, I wasn't doing it anymore. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That's pretty much an impossible schedule to maintain. Oh and God. I think uh, Faco, I was asking him because Faco used to bartend. And I, and I oh. asked him, well, why don't you bartend anymore? He said, you can't do it. You can't bartend and pursue stand-up comedy because the two times are just Not you're overlapping time. yeah that's a, that's a time you know that's the time that's comedy time so what changed from 2015 on the scene till when you jump back in in 2019 uh there's a lot more people there's a lot more comics out there you know um, yeah uh, a lot of the people that we started with are are doing bigger and better things like they're yeah. 
uh, no offense to us, right? <laughs> but, like a lot of people that we started with are in LA or New York. Yeah. Um, and just they're just doing their thing and they're out there and they're an LA comic or they're a New York comic. You yeah. know, I'll see I'll see somebody who I started doing comedy with and like they're super popular, you know. Yeah. But, wow, that's that's so incredible. And it's just so cool to see these people who I was in the trenches with. Yeah. And, and now they're they're stars in a, in a way. Yeah, no, definitely your name was dropped quite often whenever I would talk with veteran uh people is everyone knows Sam. Hell yeah. <laughs> um so you also in July you also started producing shows, right? Because I um, see your name um on a lot of sh- like showcases and producing stuff. Is that true? Yeah, well we started we started in December. So we okay. we consider ourselves reset, restarted in comedy. Okay. We, we consider ourselves you know, clean slate. We're going to start all over. We're going to work our way up again. Okay. And um so December was when we started producing shows because we got the opportunity to do so uh, in a club, in a comedy club. So, you know, five, wait, was it five, six months? Not bad. Okay. <laughs> and and that was Tommy T's, Tommy right? T's, yeah. yeah. I, I, I work there. Uh, not currently, but I, I work okay. there at security. Oh, nice. Yeah. No, I like that venue a lot. I've only gone mm-hmm. up there once. Um, I, God, I was so, I haven't commuted to that part of the East Bay in the evening in a while. And when I say a while, I mean years. Okay, because I was going to say, nobody's gone anywhere in a while. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like, <laughs> literally, I, it was probably like nine years since I last made an wow. evening commute to where, Pleasanton. Where are you? I'm in Campbell by okay. San Jose. Okay, yeah, I grew up in San Jose, so. Oh, nice. Peter and I are both San Jose kids. You know, we grew up, born and raised. Nice. Uh, I work in Pleasanton, though, currently. Well, so I I wasn't born and raised, but I lived in both Livermore and Pleasanton in my youth. Oh wow, that's cool. Yeah. So Tommy T's used to be a steakhouse or something when I was. Yeah, it was there. a comedy steakhouse. Yeah. It was a steakhouse on their sign. Yeah, exactly. I'm surprised, I'm surprised people don't like, you know, question me when I'm doing security about that. Like, well, yeah. why does it say steak? There's no steaks on the menu. Oh, <laughs> there isn't. Okay, I didn't know what they were serving there. Right now, I, they serve food though, right? It's not just drinks. Yeah, oh yeah, no, they have a full kitchen. They serve like you know cheeseburgers and and they even have like a salmon like a salmon dish. You know, they serve cool stuff. Yeah, they just don't serve steaks. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a that's an awesome menu. And really, in that area, that's the only place people are going to be getting comedy. Whoa, I just blurred there. Something happened. Oh, it's like on the ocean. Someone, yeah, someone. Uh, okay, there we go. It looked like someone smeared Vaseline all over my camera or something there. Um, so you started producing at Tommy T's. Um, is it true Tommy T's has another venue now in uh, Walnut Creek or somewhere where they're doing open air comedy? Have you heard yeah, of this? Yeah, um, Danville. Oh, Danville. Okay. Yeah, uh, Players Piano and Pub, I think. I'm not okay. butchering the name, but those three words are in the name. <laughs> in some order or not. In you know, order. hey, when I think Danville, I think stand-up comedy. I don't know right, about you. So. Right? Here's, but here's, so, so, um, uh, here's the thing is like Danville. So wait, let me go back for a second. Um, Tommy T's is in Alameda County. Yeah. Right? And Alameda County was like pretty strict because it was Oakland and you know, it's, it's big. Alameda yeah. County big. Yeah. So they were pretty strict with the COVID, um, shutdown orders. Yes. Um, Danville, which is what, 15 minutes away, 20 minutes away, maybe at the that's, most. That's Contra Costa, right? It's Contra Costa County. And they're a yeah. little lenient. They're a little more lenient. And uh, so um they were able to do these shows. Tommy T's uh 
uh, I don't know what happened. I, I started hearing rumors. I, I don't even know anything officially. I just, I was hearing rumors that they bought a bar uh, or they acquired, you know, whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah. It became part of the family. The bar became part of the family. Yeah. Um, like, like early in the beginning of the year before COVID even really shut us down. Oh, interesting. And so um, it was just like a happy accident. You know, it was just really good timing on their part. Yeah. But they're able to keep comedy, outdoor comedy alive. Now, since uh, since the shutdown, have you been able to do any like mic mics where you're in person? No, I haven't. Um, I haven't had the opportunity. I think I could have had the opportunity if I had pursued it, um, but I'm not ready. I'm not ready, man. Like, yeah, there's still a lot of a lot of stuff out there. You know, I don't know what's true, what's not true about the whole COVID stuff, but like, I'm just I'm just I'm just not ready to go out there and face the public yet. You know, I still get like nervous going grocery shopping and, and things like that. Um, I'm no. having a good time doing it online. I really am. I'm having a good time. I'm meeting a lot of cool people. You know what? I'm enjoying it too. And I, I really have loosened up to the point where, um, you know, in the beginning I didn't do, well, actually I did zoom mics pretty early on. I wasn't like the first week, um, uh, doing zoom mics, but I would no, say it was, I, I didn't do them for about the first month. I, I think, yeah, I, I think right around three weeks I got offered to do, um, a showcase open a uh, zoom mic and I go, Oh yeah, yeah, I'll do it. And I did it and it was okay. But then I was kind of like, ah, I don't know if I, I was feeling it. And then they started having open Zoom open mics popping up and I go, you know what? I'll just, I'll work on writing. I won't do it. But then like one month turned into two months. And then finally um, Munoz hit me up and, and he was like, hey, join this mic. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. I need to, I need to at least get, I, I need to at least be around you motherfuckers. Yeah, right? Even yeah. if we're not like in person, I need to be on Zoom calls with you guys. Yeah. Um, I mean, and I, it keeps us sane, you know? It, it's so good. And same like with this podcast. Um, it's like one of those things where it's a thing to look forward to during my week is, oh, okay, I'm, I'm going to get to be able to Zoom with someone and we'll be able to chat about things. So I always get off these things feeling better. Because even in a Zoom mic where it's a lot of comics, sometimes you don't get that like locked in conversation. But at least with the podcast, we get to talk about stuff and shoot, shoot the shit and whatever. Um, but I'm to go back to the top of what you said, I'm with you. I'm in no rush really to, um, do anything in person. And yeah. I don't know where this is going. Like my, my feelings on how it's being handled change from minute to minute. Cause some minutes I, I feel really like, um, significant anxiety. Like I want everything to open back up. I need it to open back up. This is insane. And then other, <laughs> and then other moments, I'm just like, what's to, what's to complain about? You know, I'm like, I'm with my kids. Right. I'm, I'm one of these fortunate ones who still has a job. Are you, are you working at home? Or are you working at work? I'm working at home. Okay. Okay. That's cool. My company just shut it. They shut the office at, and they're not even alluding. They're, they're not even like hinting at when they're going to open back up. Because yeah, they're in there, they're, they're uh, where I I don't I don't want to name the name, but they're located in um, Santa Clara County, also, which is like mm -hmm. Santa Clara County is just like Alameda, where it's it's still very strict. And they know? got hit hard too, I think, right? Didn't they? Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, I have I only have a few friends in who work in um, what's this called um, healthcare, mm -hmm. and so you know, for me. I haven't, I kind of stopped watching the news because right now, I don't know how to turn this into a joke, but I feel like going to the news is like, you know, cutting yourself. <laughs> it's so <laughs> depressing now. There's so many different yeah. things that will bum me out that I, I kind of gave up on it, but like the stats don't 
help me picture it. But when I talk to people, um, I, who work in healthcare, I try to get a sense. And so from what I've heard is there was a momentary spurt where the, uh, I guess they call them intensive care units were very busy, but for overwhelming, for the most part throughout the six months, it's actually kind of been more of a ghost town in, um, you know, ICU and, and hospitals. So I think what they just don't want is they just don't want everyone to go start mingling together and yeah, then get a yeah. big bubble. I agree. I agree. So yeah. I'm down with that. As long as, you know, for me, my philosophy is as long as people can get paid, then, then we're all good. But if people are like being locked in their house and they're not able to do a job or whatever, then yeah. I feel bad for them. Like, Oh my God. Like I, I was talking. Yeah. I have to work every day still. Yeah, that's good. Like go, like go physically go to work. Like, yeah. I wish all those work from home. Damn it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. No, but you know what? I actually driving in is probably, there's probably something. I mean, I don't know. It's hard to say because yeah, the grass is always know. But you know what though? Like a lot of people are like, I haven't left my house in months. And it's like, you know, there is something to be said for being able to leave the house every single yeah. day. Go somewhere where it's pretty safe. Yeah. You know, um, and then go back home again. Like there is something to be said for that. You know, interacting with my coworkers. Um, and we're pretty distant in the office. We're pretty socially distant. Yeah. They, they move people around. So we're not too close to each other anymore. Okay. Um, yeah. That's good. That's good. So talk to me about what you've been doing since Zoom. So we just touched on that. You actually have multiple shows. You have a Facebook group. So what's your schedule look like now with running uh, Zoom mics? Uh, we do like the, the solid one, like the, the mainstay is that we do a weekly Friday mic every Friday, hypothetical yep. comedy open mic. Um, it's really fun. I host it. It's like three yep. hours or so. Usually um, we stream it on Facebook in the group, um, hypothetical comedy network. Um, it's, it's a good time. It really is. Uh, we do, we do showcases. We haven't done one. We're not doing one for September. Okay. Um, we've done a showcase every, every month since April. the first one was April. We were, we were like doing a little bit of zoom comedy and I think said, Hey, we should do a showcase on Zoom. I'm like, what? What? Right. Really? And so we got together some of our favorite comics who were doing, you know, bigger things. Um, well, I mean, you know, yeah. Um, and we did a showcase, you know, and uh, it was it was a lot of fun and it was a good time. And we just started doing it ever since. Um, so we do showcases monthly. And then uh, right now, I'm doing a thing that's called the hypothetical world tour. Okay. Uh, where every single Saturday we visit a different country. Wow. Uh, first, the first Saturday we did was Netherlands. And so what I'm doing with this is uh, that specific show was all comics who are current, who reside in the Netherlands. And okay. it was Netherlands. It was their time zone. Oh, nice. And so I just, I host it and I just let them do their thing. Uh, we did Netherlands. Then we did Malaysia. Okay. And then uh, this previous week we did uh, Slovenia. Oh my God. Yeah. Like I'm fucking, yeah, no, I'm really like trying to get, you know, in depth here. Wait, uh, talk to me. Your show is good too. How do you, okay. So I know some of these are trade secrets that you don't want to talk about on a podcast, but how do you yeah. even go about finding the talent promoting? That seems. I mean, I mean like, okay, well there's some, there's some things that are trade secrets that I won't talk about, uh-huh. but there's other things like, uh, you know, open mics, right. I'm going to all these different open mics. Oh, on okay. Zoom. Right. And so I meet uh, somebody who's in Malaysia, who's really good at doing comedy and I go, hey, you know what? I really want to do this show where we get, you know, three other Malaysian comics. What do you think? And this person's like, yeah, this is a good idea. Let's do it. And so we get comics together and we just do it, you know. 
And there's other ways I've met people to do this, but that's, you know, trade secret, like you said. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but no, uh, like if, I, if I'm on a mic and I meet somebody who's from a different country, then I'm going to be like, hey, you know what? You should do this thing. You know, one of my friends, uh, here, here's one. So we're not doing one this Saturday. We're not doing one. I, I did scatterbrain. I didn't schedule one. But the following Saturday, the 26th, I think it is, uh, we're doing Hong Kong. Nice. And uh, one of my friends who I met doing comedy in the beginning days, um, Steve Lee, uh, he is currently in Hong Kong. And I found out just by, you know, talking to him on Facebook and stuff. I'm like, oh, hey, you're in Hong Kong. Let's do this, you know. And he got behind it. And, and we're going to do that in, uh, in next Saturday. Not this Saturday, but next Saturday. We're going to do the Hong Kong show. So I'm super excited about that because he said he got, you know, he found a couple of people that were like really, really good comics. 100%. I'm joining that one. My wife yeah, is from yeah. Hong Kong originally. Oh, wow. Um, I'll, uh, I'll keep you in the loop on it then. Yeah, yeah. 100%. I'll be on that. Um, no, no matter the time zone or I, as a spectator, obviously. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I... Um, well, you weren't invited to be before. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't know why I said that. But you know what? I, I kind of... I, again, I don't watch news too much, but just through my in-laws, I hear what's going on over there. And my God, I'm, I would be worried if I was a comedian over there. Yeah. Like yeah. you can't, you probably can't critique any of the government stuff. You, you probably, probably have can't. to. Yeah. You, yeah. They're very sensitive about what, what you say about their government. So you probably can't. Yep. That's yeah. right. And I was there, man, I was there probably like I want to say four years ago, five years ago. And they were even okay. protesting back then. Like the place where we stayed was literally right above a, a, a part of a street that had been barricaded in by protesters. Wow. And, you know, I think, again, I don't know the culture that well other than through my wife and in-laws, but I don't think protesting is something that they're used to. So I think an overwhelming majority of people in Hong Kong were just like, what the what the fuck is this? Right. But like me being an American guy, I'm like, yeah, this is cool. I like, I like what they're, this is how you get your way. Yeah. yeah. I go, I don't know what they're protesting, but I assume, you know, yeah. yeah, I assume if it's something with the communist party, it's probably something bad was done. Oh yeah. So that's going to be a dope uh, show. That's going to be really cool. One of my, uh, one of my best friends lives in Beijing. Okay. He's been there for 10 years. He's not a comic, but okay. He knows a couple up there, but yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's definitely as an entertainer, you got to be. You probably have to be pretty careful over there. Um, well, that's really cool. So, and then what are you doing? We were talking about you have something going tonight, a game show. What is that about? Uh, so every Thursday, so so Friday we do the the mic. Thursdays we do a game night. Okay. And what we do is we get a bunch of comics on Zoom, and um, I will share my screen. So I have this this game called uh, Have you heard of Jackbox games? Jackbox. Correct. No. So the specific game that we usually play is called Quiplash. And it's presented as like a game show. Okay. And the, the, the way it was originally designed was to sit in your living room, right? And put it on your TV. And then have four or five, six people sitting around and okay. playing on their phones. So you oh, play on your phone. Right? I have played that game. Okay. I played it at work. Nice. Yes, yeah, someone brought it in at one point. This was years ago, but someone brought it in. And I it's been around a while, right? Maybe it's been years. around a while. Yeah. Quiplash 3 is about to come out next month. Okay. Uh, I've played that one. So, yeah. So what we do is so you don't need to download anything. You know, I just I yeah. share the screen so you can see the screen on the Zoom call. Yep. And then you just play along on your phone. Nice. It's really fun. It's it's reward games. So they're they're perfect for comedians to play. Yeah. Uh, there's another one that we play called Joke Boat. Okay. And what Joke Boat is presented as a stand-up comedy show. Okay. And they give you the premise and you write the punchline. 
Okay. And then we vote on the best the best punchlines. Nice. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun, especially with a bunch of comics. Yeah. So you're doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying, man. We did uh, last month our showcase that we did was a magic show. Wow. Yeah. We had some incredible, incredible magicians on. Yeah. It was great. When I, the last time I was at Tommy T's, um, Mexi King, he whipped out some kind of magic trick. Oh, yeah. I know. And I was like, holy I shit. I thought, I mean, I know he's an actor. I know he's a stand up. Yeah. But then he started going in this thing. I go, no. I, I kept thinking, oh, this is a, he's like, this is a put on. At some point, he's going to be like, oh, God, you know, like, here's the punchline. Ah, fuck you. It's not a magic trick. But it was a legit magic trick. <laughs> nice. So you got to get him on the magic show. <laughs> I, I don't know if he could pull that one off on over Zoom. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so back to the shows. Uh, if you if you or anybody watching like wants to see like the magic show or the showcases that we've done or the open mics, they all stream in, in the group and they're all still there. Okay. The comedy Network. And then I'm also going to make a YouTube page and put stuff up on YouTube soon. Okay. Hey, have you had any problem with the live streaming with Facebook where they uh, like, uh, like either threatened to take something down because of content or like said there was controversial stuff and has no. that, no, no, I, okay. no, I, I got zoom bomb once. Oh, nice. What happened yeah. there? Yeah. Uh, a bunch of dudes came in. Uh, started uh, saying like the N word. Mm. Started. Uh, uh, it was crazy the way it works. So two or th two or three of them will come in. They'll yell. Uh, they'll they'll say you know the, the gay F word and they'll yeah. say the N word. Just they, they just want to say triggering words. Right? Okay. They want to say the quickest, fastest word they can say that might hurt somebody's feelings. Got it. Right. So they go in there. They, they they do that, and then you get them all out. Right. Yeah. And there's still like a couple more people that are that are dark. Yeah. And so like one of them will, so then it gets quiet. I get them all, I get rid of them all. And then this one person turns on their camera and starts talking shit. And then I put that person out and yeah. then another one pop up and talk shit. And then I put that person out and then uh, another one pop up. It was, it was pretty crazy. You were playing whack-a-mole with Zoom yeah, bombers. Yeah. No, it really was like whack-a-mole. Yeah. I never, uh, knock on wood. I have not experienced that yet. I think again, really? I think it's because I, um, you know, like this, these things are just one-on-ones and I, I haven't produced any. And in the shows that I were on, I was only on one before Zoom bombing became prevalent. And yeah. then after that, they started encrypting and password protecting and doing all these things where I think Zoom bombing got and, less. And you know, the thing about it is like, we're comics, right? We're adults. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're all adults here. You know, uh, comedy, people cuss, say, they, they say dirty, nasty words at comedy shows. Yeah. Like, whatever. Some dude pulls his dick out and starts jacking off in the Zoom camera like, Whatever, don't look at it, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we'll get over it. We'll get over it. But the the thing is, is they do this to like schools too. Oh yeah, they do. No, it to kids. that's where it's like really like come on, like really. Oh yeah, it's insane. The, these hacker types have just crazy sense of humor. They just want to like hurt people, and it's like why, you know? I heard of. Have you heard of those uh, Teddy cams for uh, babysitting kids? Where, like the you, nanny cams? Nanny cam. There you go. Yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. They hide them. They can hide them in teddy bears or whatever but some of them have a an actual speaker system where um you can you can say something like uh, oh if you see your kid playing or whatever you go like go back to bed or whatever and it's it's your voice coming through the speaker right yeah i heard there was a dude who hacked those i think i heard something about that too 
Yeah, it was years ago. It was like yeah. when these things first start coming out. So I yeah. want to say like a decade. I want to say 10 years ago. Right. And yeah, I was like, and I heard the things, I forget everything that was said, but I mean, he was raunchy and he was threatening. And I was like, mm. wait a minute, dude. Okay, I understand. I, I get hacking for monetary gain. Right. People want money. It's a criminal game. I mm. totally, it's like, in that sense, it's almost like, um, you know, you kind of understand it. And in some ways, depending on the heist, you might go, damn, that was slick. I also understand just chaos bombs, like people who kind of want, um, like you said, just want to trigger people as long as you're going after, like you said, comedians, or maybe like, I, I think a corporate meeting, that could be funny too. Zoom yeah, like, a, like, a, like a Google meeting or something. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, That's classic yeah. stuff. But to do something to kids, like what? Yeah. I don't get yeah. it. That is bizarre. And then I, I hope they can uh, track those people down and arrest them because that's like, you know, that's a crime. Yeah, 100%. But yeah. Anyway, um, let's talk about more happier stuff. More happier stuff. So what uh, What are some of the, what are some things you've learned over the last six months? Man, so that, I feel like, um, well, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, no, I, jump into it. Because I just, I'm wondering, like, obviously, just like the traditional stand-up comedy, there's probably evolutions to getting good at producing shows. Obviously, the craft of making people laugh, you go through evolutions to get better. But in this is a whole different world. Like, what are you learning and what are some big takeaways that you've had? The biggest thing I've learned is networking, really. I mean, okay. I'm meeting comments from all over the place. You know, when this world opens back up, if, if coronavirus is never just gone, yeah, we're just back to normal, we just don't care and we just take airplanes again and we take buses again and all those things. You know, if I uh, take a trip to Dallas, Texas, I know who to call, you know. If I take a trip to, to Portland, Oregon, I know who to call. Yeah. If I take a trip to uh, to Malaysia, I know who to call. You know, and I, I've never had these contacts before, and I never would have met. I never would have met um, this random person in Denver, Colorado, right? Yeah. I never would have met that person otherwise. And so I think um, I've learned a lot about networking. Um, the 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 power, not the power, the gift, just whatever it is, the knowledge of having yeah. these people you know, in your life and then knowing them and then seeing like different scenes and things like that. It's just the worldwide eye that we have on comedy now that we didn't have before, because this was never a thing. This yeah. was never a thing. There was a time and place, Matthew McCarron, where you could tell somebody, I have a comedy show at eight o'clock and they knew what eight o'clock was. And they weren't saying, oh, well, what time zone is it? Yeah. Right? right? Yeah, yeah. You know, but now everything has time zones. I, that's another thing I learned was time zones. I mean, I've, I've known them, but like, yeah, yeah. not as well as I know now. You know? Yeah. You're <laughs> intimately, you're, you're like your cycle, your Pacific standard time is cycled right. to Eastern to to Hong Kong time or whatever, Australian time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know. There's, there's, there's so many things I've learned. Um, I, I learned so much about myself as a comic too. Um, I feel like, you know, doing, uh, three or four mics a night and not having to leave my house is amazing. Like, I love it. I, I can, yeah. you know, because if I did three or four mics and I had to, you know, we had to drive from mic to mic, that would be, oh. home, you know, that's terrible. And then you have to drive home an hour home. And then I, I, you have to take the garbage is out, whatever, you know. Yeah. I have to do whatever. Because the way we were doing comedy was she was picking me up from work and we were going to Oakland or San Francisco or San Jose. Yeah. And we were getting home like, you know, one o'clock in the morning. Right. And I have to be at work at eight o'clock the next day. But yeah. then I have to come home. I have responsibilities too. I have to take out the trash, right? I have to yeah. scoop the litter box. I have to, um, whatever, you know, I got to do yeah. stuff. And so I come home. I'm not going to bed till like two or three in the morning. And it's just, it was a rough life. It was a rough life, but we're, we're living it hard. 
Like yeah. this, this, this quarantine has helped me out a lot as far as just doing comedy, getting my reps in and just learning, learning about my, myself and my jokes. So that actually, you know, I need to start looking at things this way more often because you're exactly right. I would do, my routine was either two to three mics mm-hmm. per week. And a couple of those nights I was getting home at, you know, like, just like you 1am and then I'm up at six to do the whole life routine. But this, I could literally, I probably couldn't do two or three per day, but I could do one per day and only oh, take an hour. Per day, like easily. Well, I got, I mean, I'm still like the kid thing and I got, yeah, I have a job. So yeah, I would, but the <laughs> yeah, thing is, um, the, uh, the whole networking aspect of it, how, how did you find out about rooms in different cities? So check this out. Check this out. I'm going to shout out to Nico Lukov right here. Who? Uh, you know Nico Lukov? You know Nico? I don't. So Nico uh, is this guy. He started doing comedy um, towards the end of last year, I think, maybe early this year, before okay. before the shutdown. Okay. He wasn't doing comedy very long. Oh, you know what? His year was in August, I believe. Okay. So he just started doing comedy in August of last year. Um, when the shutdown happened, he started a Facebook group called Displaced Comedians. Oh, nice. And, um, you know, because every, everybody has their scene, right? There's the Bay Area Comedy Network. There's yes. South Bay Comedy. There's uh, Hawaii has a comedy. You know, everybody has yeah. a comedy. So he did a group called Displaced Comedians. And um, one by one, you know, he would just find out about Zoom shows. And, and when I first, when I first uh, started doing my mic, I didn't really know Nico very well. Okay. And so I said, hey, guys, I'm doing a mic. And so then Nico... He's like, he starts, hey, hey, uh, how many minutes is it? What time is it? What's this? What's this? Yeah. What's this? And I'm like, whoa, like this dude needs to calm down. But the reason why he's doing that is because he's making a spreadsheet. Uh, and so there's a spreadsheet which has every single day of the week and every single mic that he can get his knowledge on that he knows about is on there. And so it started off with him badgering people about their mics, but now it's people coming to him and telling him, hey, I have this mic. Can you put it on your list? You know what? I just joined it right now. Good, good. I'm glad. Yeah. If you go to the announcements tab on the top. Uh-huh. You'll see this uh, Google document. And okay. That's where all the mics are. Okay, I'm going to start doing that because okay. who's to say I can't? I can't hit up international mics like at my on my lunch break. Right. So now I see what you're saying because I'm working from home. I wouldn't do it for my work computer, obviously, but I could jump onto this computer. This is my comedy, you know, and whether whatever else I could hop on this try and get some reps in in wherever uh england or there's a really fun mic uh tuesdays at noon okay it's in scotland oh nice yeah yeah those are my people i'm part scottish oh there you go you should do it it's called gig in your house nice i will do that hell yeah Damn. So, okay. This is great. I got to do this. I'm, I got to up my game. I got to start telling jokes to more people. And then it's, yeah, to your point, you're just totally shrinking your world down. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you're shrinking it and you're growing it, you know, you're doing yeah. both, you know, because yeah. uh, there's so many, there's so many comedians I know from all over the country. I, I, I know somebody in uh, South Dakota, I know somebody in um, Omaha, Nebraska, right. somebody in uh, Washington, DC, you know, Okay. That's crazy. So let me get your take on this then. Because I I, I start the I started the call off and I said this is an asterisk year. But after this conversation, I'm starting to change my mind. Do you think this is a, like an evolutionary step where we'll have two tracks? We'll have 
the virtual stand-up comedy, which will grow and evolve and turn into whatever it turns into. And then when things open back up, then we'll also have the in-person stand-up comedy. Like, okay, do you think it's going to stick after the doors open at bars and clubs? Yes, I do. I, I think Zoom okay. comedy is going to stick. And, you know, I, I call it Zoom comedy, but I'm looking for other platforms because I don't think Zoom is the answer. Okay. Uh, I like it. It's convenient, but I think there's better things out there. Um, what about I, Twitch? Do you think Twitch could be a medium to... So I stream to Twitch. So my oh, okay. mic that I do on Zoom, we stream it to Twitch. I okay. To Facebook, to Twitch, to YouTube, um, Steam, uh, uh, Daily Motion. There's other websites that you would never hear of. Okay. But you know, I get you know people, one or two people watching it, so it'll it'll grow. Okay. I feel like I'm I'm, I'm uh, how do I put this? So when when Athena and I decided to get back into comedy, um, we we had a name in mind, hypothetical comedy. Yeah. Right? Um, that was our troupe. We call ourselves a troop, right? We're a team. Yeah. That's our troop's name. We never really expected to, to turn it into a brand. Yeah. Um, we, we started turning it into a showcase, right? Hypothetical comedy at Tommy T's. We did that twice before the shutdown. Okay. And then we started doing it online. Uh, but now now I feel like it's a brand. And I feel like yeah. it's growing. We're, we're building something. Um, not just us, but the comics that support us. The comics that in the community, the online community. You know, even if it's people who I know from in person, they're still in the right. online community right now. Yep. Um, and I feel like uh, we're, you know, we're working hard to grow this brand, to get a name out there. If I did a hypothetical comedy show in uh, on the East Coast, people would have heard of it. You know what I mean? Right. Now. And so it's just a way, uh, it's just, we've been growing this brand and we've been working so hard to, to build it up. And I feel like the online presence is so important nowadays because, um, you know, I have, a, I have a friend in Beijing, right? He can't come see me at Tommy T's. Right. But he can see me on the on the Zooms. Uh, you know, somebody who is disabled, it's going to be really hard for them to, to go out to a comedy club, right? And parking and getting in and all these different things. Yeah. They can just watch it from their living room now. And, you know, I, I just feel like there's, there's such a market out there for people uh, yeah. to do this, to do virtual comedy. Yeah. I. You know what? That's the... I need to adopt that attitude. Like this is yeah. here to stay. There's a and, lot of people who say, oh, this, that's not real comedy, but it is. It's just it different. is. It's you know what? Different. It's different. And as long as people are laughing and as long as you're getting out your content. So um, on the last podcast I had, I was talking about my, you know, my process with Zoom comedy. And I'm li- it's like, I'm just reading teleprompters. Like it's easy in a way. It, it's, it's like as a comic, if you're trying to write new jokes, this is the best way to work it out, right? Because you yeah. have everything right mm-hmm. in front of you, and you're just going line by line. You're seeing. You, maybe you can keep an eye. I don't. See. I don't do. I don't do that. Um, you don't. I don't go line by line. You know, I say my things the same usually, but I, I say it all from. You know, I, I have a set list. You know, I, I keep. Yeah. it. What I think is super cool is I keep a set list. I just started doing this last week. Okay. Um, I keep a set list in a word document next to the Zoom chat. Next to yeah, the Zoom. that's me too. I, I just started doing that. And it's helped me so much. I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And I, I love doing that. And it's it's super cool because this is right next to the right next to Zoom. So I don't have to like look down or read. Because I was doing that a lot, like looking at my set list, right? Because it's down here. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. No, it's and, great. Yeah. And having a wife that's a comedian too is really helpful because we're really supportive of each other. Mm-hmm. And we both want the same, the same goal, you know, to be yeah, to be in this thing and do do comedy and and eventually, like, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't need to be like on Comedy Central. I don't need to be like a big famous, you know, comedian. But eventually what I, what I, my life goal is to be able to just live 
off of being a comedian. Right. You know. Well, if you if so hypothetical comedy, it's working its way to be global. You could always set up a Patreon page. There's people yeah. who would definitely mm-hmm. um, you know, help out. I'd be I'd be I'd love to contribute to the cause. Um nice. because well, nice. yeah, kidding. that's uh that that seems to Patreon seems to be the way uh I hate using this word, but the creator community. Yeah. I think that's the only way to get paid because this old well, model. I mean, people get paid a lot on Twitch. And the thing with Patreon is you have to like, you have to go, okay, well, what can we give you back? That's true. Maybe. Yeah, that's true. Like, I mean, not that I don't want to give people things back, but it's like, what can I offer? You know, because there's different tiers, right? You pay me $5 a month, you get this. You pay me $10 a month, you get this. You pay me 20 bucks a month, you get this. I don't know if I can, if that's. Well, that's okay. Fun. Look at it this way. Um, if I, I don't have any expertise in this, but I, I think I understand enough on how people would make money, no matter what, as a stand-up comic or as a production company, at some point you're going to cross the road where you need merch. Oh yeah. And then merch pretty... is going to be a part of your profit pie, whatever you want to call it. And so for Patreon, you would just say, well, I have merch anyway. So this level, you get this merch item. This level, you get this merch item, right? Like the $1 a month. That's true. You don't, That's you don't get shit. You get a pat on the back. But when you get up $5, $10, then you get shot glasses. Then you get T-shirts. You get hoodies if you're doing $30, $40 bucks a month, whatever. But um, I'm going to take my background off for a second. Yeah, yeah, no problem. So I can see if you can see this. This is my wallet. It's a sticker. I put it on my wallet, though. But this is my funky salmon. Nice. There you go. I'm going to make this into a T-shirt as well. Yeah. It's hard to see though because it blurs a little, but um, back it up a little bit, back it up one inch. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, we could see it. Yeah, I don't know, whatever. Sam Medina, that's my Facebook profile picture too. That same logo, nice. So it sounds like basically seven days a week you're doing comedy, is that right? No, not necessarily. Um, okay. I do comedy a lot. Um, sometimes there, I go days without doing comedy, okay, you know? but like I, I do, I, I almost do it that often. You know, sometimes like I remember we did this big show in July. Um, it was our one year anniversary show of being back in the comedy and um, the brand. And it was like a big show. We had so many like amazing comments on the show. And I promoted my butt off for like two weeks and I was just drained. And uh-huh. I remember I woke up the next day because it was July 25th was our show. The next day was July 26th. And I told Athena, my wife, I said, I'm not doing comedy for the rest of July. Okay. You know, which was a few days, right? Yeah, but I still did comedy that day and the next day and the next day and the next day. You know, I just, I can't stay away. But don't I do get into my moments where I don't do it for three or four days at a time. I do, uh, do that. You know, I'll take nights off and stuff. Yeah, that's important. Yeah. So what, uh, you, obviously you had the five years doing Bay Area comedy um, live. Now you're doing the Zoom stuff post COVID. What are some tips you have for people starting out in comedy? Um to oh, either just so my favorite tip uh you mean for comedy or for zoom well actually anything yeah let's do that for stand-up comedy what whatever however you want to get how, how what's the discipline what's the writing jokes what's the performative thing like any tips on that and then do you have any tips with going virtual with yeah so app? with comedy like if you want to get into comedy like live comedy and stuff um well you gotta wear a mask first <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no but like you just got to do it. Like the hardest part for me to do it was to do it because I was so yeah. scared to do it. Yeah. Um, so I used to, I, I went to middle school with Athena, right? Okay. 
And um, I, I, came, I came across her on Facebook and I, and I was like, oh, hey, how you been? Whatever. And she's like, oh, I do this and this. And I do stand-up comedy now. Uh-huh. And that was my dream was to do comedy. Okay. And so I'm like, oh, wow. You know, and so she invited me out to some of her uh, open mics. Okay. And so I started hanging out. And then I was like, I'm here. I can do this. You know, yeah. like, I told all two, I wanted to do comedy someday. And I was just too scared to do it. And okay. so I met this comic outside. Um, his name was Sammy Franco. He doesn't do comedy anymore. Okay. And we were out, we were out there smoking a joint together on the sidewalk. It was it was like super exciting, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I was so new to comedy, I, I was yeah. my first few comedy shows I ever just hung out at. Okay. And so um, I told him I want to do comedy, but I'm so scared. I'm so scared. And his advice to me was this, and I always tell people this: um, just do it because if you mess up, fucking, you have a thousand more chances. Yeah. You know, like. You're going to do comedy like, you know, you think about, oh, well, this and this. But like when you do comedy, you do like so much. You yeah. do so many sets. You do so many places like you're going to fuck up a lot of times, you know, like right. whatever. Just keep rolling with it. It's almost part of the process. And it if, is. It really if is. If you fuck up good enough, actually, then you might have a new bit. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes you can fuck up right into a new bit. Yeah. Um, so I think just sticking with it and just doing it and just getting your, your reps in. That's what they say, right? Reps, reps, reps. Yeah. For for that. And then same thing goes for virtual comedy, but the biggest advice on virtual comedy is um, it was it's a big learning curve. It's a lot different. Um, there's a delay on Zoom. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So when I say a joke um, from, from my mouth, it takes you like three seconds to hear it. Okay. And then you know, you process it and then you laugh, and that's another two-second process. And then when you laugh, it takes me three seconds to hear your laugh. So that's a good eight, nine seconds after you say your joke that it's dead silence. Right. So it's just, you just got to pause. You got to wait. You know, you got to, you can't go, oh shit, nobody's laughing. I'm dying out here. You know, it's just, it's, it, there's a delay. And once you get used to it, it makes things a lot easier. You got to do like a, a three count after everything you say. <laughs> yeah. You got to pause. One, one thousand, two. Okay. I can move yeah. on now. You got to pause whether you, whether you think people are laughing or not, really. Yeah. And then, you know what, this is another thing that when I first came in, I was like, well, I don't know. It doesn't feel like I'll be able to make the connection. But you know what, there's so many times where you're at a bar and you just can't make a connection because either people are further back or the light is like, you're not seeing what's going on. Or there's like two people in the audience. So that's, that's another thing about these Zoom calls that's a positive. I mean, I've literally done open mics to probably one person. Right. Yeah. Like where literally yeah. even the MC leaves and or there's like just, just comics. Just and well, it count as people. No, it doesn't count as people. So I will say the Zoom is a more captive audience most mm-hmm. of the time than the bars were. Yeah. I think the bars were like there were like I said, there were times where I'm literally talking to one person way in the back. All the comics are outside, whatever, smoking cigarettes or yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah. And yeah. Then, yeah. Or talking to each other. Yep. Or or they do their set and they go to another mic. Exactly. Yeah. So um, Zoom, the people are much more captive, I think. Mm-hmm. I agree. Now, now, whether they're listening or browsing or looking at porn or whatever, I, I mean, who knows? But at least they're kind of like they're there and you assume that they're hearing you. I don't know about them, but I know when I'm like distracted, I'm still listening. Yeah. You know, I'll hear stuff I like, whatever. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Zoom, Zoom. It's here to stay. Um, it really is. You know, even when the world goes back to normal, I think there's still going to be online comedy. 
So what does your ideal app look like to do? So you said Zoom has its drawbacks and I agree with you, um, but what, what would it look like? What would something perfect look like technically um, for a good virtual comedy? There's one that's called Rally, rally.video. Okay. Um, it's, it's got its drawbacks on it. You know, I'm not going to switch to it. I'm, I'm, that's, you know, first and okay. foremost. Like, I'm going to stick with Zoom. But yeah. Rally video is cool because uh, what their idea is, is they're a virtual comedy club because it was designed oh, by comedians. Okay. And so there's, there's tables. Um, there's these different tables and you can sit at whatever table you want. Okay. And then all the, so you see all the tables on the right-hand screen. And then uh-huh. you can see like table one, table two, table three, table four. And then you can see people's little pictures that are sitting at each table. Oh, wow. And when, when you're when you're at a table, it's like this. It's like you're talking to somebody. But when you're not at their table, um, it really sounds like background. Like, Oh, that's cool. You can really hear it. And, when you, and so there's also a, uh, a, a stage function. So I can, uh, I can put somebody on stage, right? And so when you put somebody on stage, um, the, other, the other people who are in the audience are a little bit cool, like their volume is down a little more. Mm-hmm. So you, you know, because I feel like one, one of the problems with Zoom is everybody is at the same volume. Yeah. And so if somebody's performing and then somebody else turns around and talks to their girlfriend, Hey, uh, did you leave the oven on earlier? Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. That's been um, a big problem for me. I don't, yeah. I can't focus when that's happening. Right. Well, no and one so, can. It's not just me. It's all you, man. We have this whole thing about you. Um, <laughs> so with Rally, everybody's a little quieter. And so if somebody yelled to their girlfriend across the room, uh, it wouldn't be as much of a problem. And I do like that. Wait, so is that R-A-L-L-Y TV? Uh, no, it's rally.video is the website. Uh-huh. I did a mic on there on Memorial on, no, on Labor Day. I, was okay. I did a Labor Day open mic on, on Rally. It was really fun. Okay. I'm going to check it out. I'm on the website right now. I'll look at that later. But you know what? It's got a lot of drawbacks too. Uh, okay. You can't record directly. Okay. Uh, there's no stream function. And then when I do stream, because uh, I can just share my screen and stream, uh, yeah. everybody can see the chat because the chat pops up in the middle. Um, oh. You can't do virtual backgrounds. Like there's a lot of things that I want to say, hey guys, this is what you need to fix. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Zoom. <laughs> I think That's virtual cool. backgrounds, cool. virtual backgrounds is almost a necessity, especially for comedy. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I but I think there's a pretty hefty algorithm going on with Zoom, which is why you have to install a client. So Rally, I don't know, is Rally.video you have to install a client or just do it from No, the it's just a website. You don't have to yeah, yeah, they're never going to be able to do the yeah. virtual background with that. Oh, um, I see what you're saying. I see. Yeah, this takes, what's happening right now is actually taking a lot of CPU to do. Yeah, so that's why you have to download the client because yeah. the computer has to run it mm-hmm. separately. Yeah, that makes sense. Unfortunately. Cool, man. Well, I don't want to take up too much time because I know you have the game show going. Um, yeah, talk to me. Let's cool. go over one more time. Talk to me about the dates and times of uh, the um, shows that you're running. And then um, how do people get in contact with you? I'll leave that all in the show notes, but let's go over it right now. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, so uh, the, the group is called Hypothetical Comedy Network. Um, we do Thursday night, we do game nights, uh, which is Jackbox, Quiplash, Joke Boat, things like that. And it's, it's really fun. Is we that go, and that's invite only or do comics just show up? Well, I'll make a post and say, hey, who wants to do this? And then people Got say, it, hey, okay. So it's a, it's a collaborative, you know, anybody's welcome, basically. Okay. It's not exclusive to comics or, you know, like if you're watching this and you're not a comic, like whatever, that's cool. I got yeah. people who... I got people who are in comics in there. Um, and then Friday we do the open mic. 
And if you are a comic and you are watching it, uh, we do sign-ups in the group at 1 p.m. on Friday, Pacific time. Uh, 1 p.m., I'll put a post out, and it, usually it's full within an hour. So okay. we'll do that, and then uh, we do the show at 8 o'clock p.m., and okay. it streams uh, in the group. It streams on my page. It'll stream on my Twitch, uh, on my Twitter, on YouTube, um, all these different places that, that it streams to. So I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to get these people out there and get people to see these people, you know? Yeah. Um, it's, 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 uh, we're trying to build a community uh, for comics to just like, to, for one, a safe place, but for two, to kind of just let loose and just have fun and, and hopefully get noticed in the process. Yeah. Nice. I love it. And then what about the international shows? Is that also? Uh, that's every Saturday. That's every Saturday. And uh, they're at different times. I did a couple. I did uh, uh, Netherlands. I did Germany and Slovenia. We're all at 11 a.m. Because that's where they fall on the category. Yep. Uh, Malaysia was at 5 a.m. You know, okay. um, I think I think Hong Kong is probably going to be closer to the 5 a.m. than 11. Right. So be make sure you get a lot of sleep the night before, man. Yeah, yeah. I can <laughs> definitely do that. And then, so I guess... People just need to add the hypothetical comedy. Yeah, just join the group because it's all there. It's all there. You don't have to join the Zoom. You can just watch it on the live chat. Right. uh, On the the live feed. Like I have a friend who I keep bugging him. Come on, man. Come on. You're going to watch the show. And he goes, well, you know, I don't really like to be in these Zooms with a lot of people. You know, I feel uncomfortable. I go, just watch on Twitch then you're by yourself. You know? Yeah, yeah. Cool, man. Well, Sam, I appreciate everything you're doing. It's always good chatting with you. You're a hilarious dude, hardworking, and you've kind of like changed my attitude to where now I feel like I need to be doing minimum five different Zoom mics per <laughs> yeah. week. I, I can tell you which ones to do too. So we'll talk. I'll tell you, okay. I'll tell you the good ones. 100%. Hell yeah. Uh, number one is mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eight. I've, I've done it once, I think. Yeah, you have done it once. You have. Yeah. Oh, and also I didn't, I didn't say it. Uh, at Funky Sam Medina, pretty much on any social media. Okay. Uh, Instagram. Um, that's all the social media I can think of right now. But yep. like Twitter, uh, Venmo. Venmo. Venmo, people. Venmo. <laughs> yeah, it's at, in fact, it's right behind me. Look, all the, all the, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. All the, uh, all the social medias. At Funky Sam Medina. Sweet. Hell yeah. All right, Thank my friend. So much, man. It's been fun. Yeah, this is good. Thank you so much for joining the podcast. And then I definitely will be joining those actually. Um, yeah, yeah. Talk to me. Well, I'll, I'll point you in the direction of some good stuff and some good people. Cool. All right, man. Until next time.